good. That was good. Well, I'm fucking holding on for dear life to keep that job. That was good, man, because you kept it going into the thing. I like it when you keep it going into the thing. Yeah, thank you. I think there's two things that can happen, and this is a lesson in life. When when you're under pressure at work, you can do two things. You can get shitty, and you can blame other people, or you can just do the best you goddamn can. You can come in every day, and you just do the best you fucking can. And that's what I've... When when you guys said you're going to take the let's get busy away from me, I just... I didn't get angry. I didn't blame anyone. I just said I'm going to do the best fucking job yeah, I can. That's I tell you what, you you every day's a learning day for you. You turn over a new leaf. Mm. Normally you just would have stormed out. That would have been the end of you. Wouldn't have heard from <laughs> you from days. For days you just would have put your tail between your legs and you would have buggered off. I'd start spreading nasty rumours about you guys. <laughs> that's right. Fair <laughs> enough. Working make the back up, channels. Make up, make up a fake sexual assault from Ruda. Hey, speaking of working fake. the back channels, I've got a bone to pick with you. Matt. Delicious. I like is it I've got a boner to pick with you. Speaking uh, of the back channels, I've got a boner to pick with you. Yeah. I've got a boner to pick right, with you. Yeah. A massive the wording of that. Massive not. boner to pick with you. Okay, okay, yeah. Have you ever done have you ever come into the bedroom and gone to a, a a girlfriend? I've got a boner to pick with you and then and then yeah, Pick, your pants. no, no. Your penis? I have, I have attempted a right side in the bedroom yeah. before. They don't tend to land as nearly as well as I think no. you think they will. Yeah, yeah, no. I, I'm the same as you, Matt. I, I've tried comedy in the bedroom. Yeah. Oh yeah. Best time to well, make a joke is oral sex. Yeah. <laughs> While receiving yes. or giving? You're... While giving, you look up from between a woman's <laughs> legs and then you make a joke. It's just a little quip. Yep, just a little rye aside, and then back yeah, down you yeah, go. Like, what sort of, what sort of business do you mean? You go like that. What about oh, those idiots in the beehive? Yeah. God. Political well, satire. If, if anyone's getting paid too much, it's those bloody politicians. Anyway, yeah. back then, to it. And then you go back down, and then you come back up with a knock-knock joke. Knock-knock. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what's your boner to pick? My boner to pick with Matt is that he, I saw him do something really disgusting earlier on in the show. I actually didn't bring it up earlier on today. Oh, okay. So I was going to the toilet, urinating, doing number ones, I believe some people call it, and Mash was actually in there as well. And both Mash and I, well, I think Mash was doing number ones, <laughs> and Mash had done number ones, and then I was washing my hands, as was Mash, and then Matt comes in, mm-hmm. and then he stands mm-hmm. with his hands above on the cubicle, on the side of the cubicle wall, and then releases gas. I'm just holding oh. up a photo for the team. And he said, sorry, I've just come in to release gas. Yeah. And yeah. Oh. Now, the no, have, the use of a toilet to release gas, I have no problem with that. Yeah. In some ways, it's very uh, very thoughtful. Mature. Well, very considerate. It's better than it's doing good. it over by the kitchenette in it's the good office. Idea. Yeah. You've done that. You've done it by the kitchenette too, by the way, in the past, but still, it's better nice than, of you being considerate. Better than opening the freezer door and just unleashing into there and then blaming the camembert. When yeah. does the kitchen oh, become a kitchenette? We'll put a pin in that and come back to that later. Anyway, yeah. your boner. I don't know if that is a kitchenette, is it? I don't know. We'll discuss that later. <laughs> yeah. Put a pin in that. It might just uh, be a kitchen. So he puts. My main problem with him is not the releasing of the gas in the toilet. Mm. I think that's quite considerate. I thought it was, it was the, the manner in which you released the gas. <laughs> it what? was the putting your hands above onto the cubicle, <laughs> like you had to stretch out your torso to release the gas. I was like, what are you doing that for? Anything goes in the toilet area. Anything goes. Really? Okay. Yeah. I think it's actually really polite and more people need to do this. If you, it's a, if you need to let rip, but you know that there's no substance in it. You know that you don't want to get embroiled in a, a full operation in there, but you have some gas to unleash. Then mm. the bathroom is the place to do it. Well, there's always that mm. gamble, though, isn't there? Because at any time in your life as a human, you know whether you're releasing particularly disgusting smelling gas 
or mm, actually yeah. inoffensive smelling gas. Yeah, you do. And um, like at the moment, I'm releasing particularly offensive smelling gas because I've been eating lots of plums and stone fruit oh, yeah. and also protein powder. And as a result, it's just what's coming out of there is just a bubbling crude. It's just horrific. So It's a Mark Clampett situation. It is a Mark Clampett situation. Well, I don't have a great rack, but it's, a, it's something. <laughs> I know it's something anyway. And last night I released some horrific gas mid-sleep and I knew I'd done it. And, it, and did you employ a Dutch oven situation on your lovely partner? No, Dorothy? it's obviously definitely, she, she swapped sides that she was sleeping on because she was sleeping facing towards me and I released a horrific explosion. And then she, I heard this, I heard, oh, it <laughs> her roll over and moved to the other side. I mean, I'm not, I'm not farting on someone's leg. Like that's, that's pretty gross in someone's, if, you know, if you're in the spoon situation and you're the big spoon, and then someone drops their guts on, on your leg. That's thoughtless. That is thoughtless. But still, I know that I'm currently running a gas, a bad gas. Mm. Um, so I wouldn't be in the kitchenette releasing my, any gas. Is it a temperature thing that helps you know? I think if it feels hotter in there, then it's liable to be more yes. solid, I feel like. If the, you think of this a solid nature to it. Oh, no, I'm normally it's a little window, isn't it? It's, the fart is normally saying there's something, there's some poo that needs to come out. It's a telegram from Mr. Poo, apparently he's on his way. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it is. I, I see it as that. I feel it in my stomach sometimes. You get that feeling of, I don't know, some form of disease in there, and that's when you know. Yeah, there's, there's, know a sort of a, smell. there's sort of a tempest. Yeah, there's a t- there's a, a, well put. Yeah, there's a tempest. You could write a song about that, actually. Like, <laughs> that's a beautiful description. Yeah, a guttural tempest. Yeah. There's okay. a tempest in my tummy, and it's coming out my bummy. <laughs> Is it a telegram from Mr. Pooh saying he's on his way? He's on his way to you and me. He's going to make it all okay. See, that's the kind of freaking that that kind of comedy song that would put this podcast through the... Through the Lennon McCartney get fucked. <laughs> Heath and Ruder. Hey, Toes I was listening Ruder, to this so. podcast yesterday about, about um, Forrest Gump, right? The movie. The Rewatchables. Yeah, live from Washington, I think it was. I was listening to that as well yesterday. Well, Twins. Together. Yeah. And they made an interesting point about Forrest Gump. Really? Mm. Yeah. And on that bombshell, we'll take <laughs> we'll take a break. But it's we, not really a bombshell. Can also, just can we also <laughs> come back to the different? When does a kitchenette become a kitchen at some point? Or maybe we can do that tomorrow. But I just need to cover that off at some point. I feel that needs a whole podcast. Is it unrealistic how quickly Forrest Gump blows his load the first time? Jimmy having sex with oh. Jenny. 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 That's the the quickest. Just because he's a little bit intellectually impaired, why has he got the most hair trigger cock on planet Earth? I'll tell you why, mate. I'll tell you why. Could you imagine Forrest Gump masturbating? No. I haven't tried. There is a a big build-up of seminal fluid probably going on there with Forrest. He's a... Jenny! And Jenny's pretty hot. And he's so, not a smart man. So I don't think, I think there's just a big build-up going on there, so it makes sense to me that he would. Because how quickly did he ejaculate? Quick, oh, pretty quick. quick. Plus, very you know, if guys can ejaculate prematurely, then surely, you know, you can go in two or three seconds. Don't call him gun-trigger gump for nothing. 
I'm sorry, Janay. Oh, Janay. I'm sorry. What does he say? What does he yell out when the guy... Cheesy does a lot. Lieutenant Dan. There's the guy that... That's the name I was looking for. Lieutenant Dan. How come he does so much in that movie? I feel like that... When I go reflect upon that movie after not seeing it in a while, I feel like that movie should be about six hours long because he does so much for us, doesn't he? He does a lot, yeah. He does a lot. He playing ping pong there for a little bit? That's the whole thing. That's the whole premise of the film, MASH. The ping pong? No. And he does a lot. How did he's all at all these famous moments of history? How did Forrest Gump get so good at lovemaking between that time? Because he doesn't seem to make love to anyone else in the movie apart from Janay. But then the next time he makes love to her, the one that that produced the baby Gump, Mm. uh, you get the impression that that he was pretty good in the sack by the time the next time he had to go. Do you have to be good in the sack to make a baby? No, no. I'm just saying you get the impression by the way it's shot. Everyone knows you just and and the fact he doesn't say. I'm sorry, I don't know. Uh, <laughs> Does he you know, say nickel and diamond Gump's sexual performance? Look, I, I think yeah. the guy for his first one, he blew his load early. The premature gumption. Understanding. Mm. I, I understand <laughs> that. It's understandable. And then the second time around, he made a baby with Janay. They also make another really interesting point. How fucking cruel is Janay? Oh, yeah, Jenny. So she finally, Jenny's he harsh. loves her. He goes, he asks her to marry him. A voice. And she does. says no. And then he makes love to her, and she just gets up and gets in a fucking taxi and she pisses is, off. She's damaged from her father, Matthew. And so and then then fucking Forrest Gump just goes fucking running for three and a half years. Yeah, because he's he's heartbroken. And why is his name Forrest Forrest Gump? Like, why has he got two Forests? Isn't it Forrest Gump, not Forrest Forrest Gump? Forrest. My name's Forrest. Forrest Gump. <laughs> People call me Forrest Gump. But I don't say my name's Matthew. Matthew Heath. I just say my name's Matthew Heath. Matthew. You don't even say that. So, Jerry, are you saying that people with difficult upbringings should be able to take advantage of intellectually disabled people? No, I'm is not. That what you said? Thank you, Ruta. But what I'm saying is, Just checking. I have empathy for her in this situation because she had she <clears throat> had a tough upbringing. Well, I was saying the other day, wasn't I? So she doesn't understand how to. I was saying. Act. I was saying the other day on Japanese Netflix, there was the translation of how they advertised Forrest Gump. Because you know, have that little bit of the words. Oh, yeah. It said, "Retarded man has sex with woman with AIDS." <laughs> that's how they summed up that entire three-hour journey of Forrest Gump. Oh, that's, Ret- that's very Japanese. Isn't retarded it? woman has sex with retarded man has sex with woman with AIDS. Yeah, yeah. they cut right through it's to so the. They, 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 they cut right through words. the Japanese. It's efficient, but I feel like it misses the nuance of the story. Yeah. Well, that's the Japanese again. No, 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 no nuance needed. <laughs> Oftentimes they will miss the point. It's that, like the it's like the cherry blossom, isn't it? It's, it's around for such a short amount of time. Hmm. That you really appreciate its imp- and its importance and and its beauty is based around how briefly it is here and that's that's a lot of, about how Zen Buddhism works and and of course in Japan, so they're like the beauty of just saying a retarded man has sex with a woman with AIDS. Mm-hmm. It's just the beauty of how brief that is and how important and to the point it is. It's actually really beautiful. It's a real spoiler too if you've not watched the movie before. Mm. Like you go through all of that stuff, going to Vietnam, Bubba Gump, shrimp, cocktail, and then suddenly, oh, that's where he has sex with the woman with AIDS. Was Did it? you know the sequel that they wrote? They wrote a sequel to it, and Baby Gump grew up, and he had AIDS from Jenny. That's what I, that I've was, always wondered. And what? And in the sequel, they wrote it. it never got made, but in the sequel, Thank goodness, he was in the back. Of, Forrest Gump was written as being in the back of the car for OJ. When OJ's, you know, in the white Bronco running away from the police, yeah. he ended up in the back of the car trying to talk OJ out of it. He was in the 9-11 buildings. They, okay, had, they, no, they had him no, going through no, a whole lot of stuff. No. And the only reason why it got scuttled, yeah. the sequel, 
was because 9-11 happened and they were like, oh, we've got all these scenes with 9-11 and such, it's going to be too confusing. I'm pleased that they didn't make that second film. Mm. Really? Yes, I am. Sometimes I, I don't, I think you, you chase the dollar. Sometimes you're chasing the dollar. I really like Forrest Gump. I like that film. In the second film, was there anything, did they acknowledge the amount of sexual chemistry that Lieutenant Dan and Forrest had in the first one? Because I, 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 I found it palpable. Oh, with the four-way, with the prozies. Yeah. He gets fucking angry, does Lieutenant Dan, when um, they say, when they're, when they're prozzy. She, she gets goes, stuck is, in the gump. She goes, is, is you dumb or something? She goes, he goes, get out! Get out! But then Lieutenant Dan does want to live, eh? Because he's angry at Forrest Gump for saving him when it was good to die. It was ready to go with the mm. legs. And then he, he's on the boat, eh? And he's, he's yelling for God to take him with the thunder, the lightning. Yep. And he jumps off and has that swim. Mm. And he gets married with the it's titanium like a, legs. That's it's meant to be a, a Me- metaphor for metaf- baptism. Metaphor. It? Yeah, if it looks like baptism. Well, a lot of people say that the whole Forrest Gump story is just the Jesus Christ story rewritten. Okay. Well, it's definitely about luck, isn't it? It's a yeah. It's about luck. It's the, that fucking feather has a lot to do with it. Yes, that's well, like right just, place, just right thing, time kind yeah, of Yeah, just things yeah. fall where they may. But as they point out in this podcast as well, giving Forrest Gump a lot of credit for writing the lyrics to John Lennon's Imagine. I mean... Oh, I quite like that. Do you like that? I like that. I thought that and was... Also, and, so, and, and then bloody John Lennon teaches Elvis how to fucking dance. I mean... Yeah, I like that too. Mm. God, you have the most bizarre... I liked it. I really like the film. You know, Matt... I, could, I must have seen it 20 times. A lot about films and stuff and mm. the things that you like and don't like I, I get it. what I'm imagining you thinking of something. I always get it wrong. I'm always surprised at what you like and don't like. Yeah. I like that film. It was interesting because I thought that, that might be a bit too cheese for you. Oh, it was cheese, but I like all the moments in history and I like the archive, the use of archive inside of it. And I like the way that they put him into the archive. That was really, at the time when they did that, that was quite complicated to do. What about the box of chocolates? That pisses me off oh, for a number that, of reasons. Because as I've said before on the show, life isn't like a box of chocolates. Because like in a box of chocolates, you know what you're going to get by well, using the menu to look at where you can find the bloody Turkish delight, mate. I would say that ordinarily, but if you've seen roses recently, it's actually quite bloody difficult. Because there's two colours of pink that are almost identical and you can't tell the difference between which one it is on the menu. And there's another couple of ones that look like the same thing as well. It's bloody hard to tell. Roses. Mm. Pick up your game. You used to be able to tell with the with the colours, and now they've gone all simple with the. It's, a, it's bloody annoying. Why can't I find? Why can't I find the bit where Forrest Gump blew his load really early? Anywhere on the internet. What website are you on? Stop. Because <laughs> I have I have an idea <laughs> of what for website to go on. Don't look for that. Speaking of blowing his load, what do you think about the bit where Forrest Gump's mama with the teacher, and he's like. Oh, hey, yeah. hey, yeah, hey. And doesn't he go, you can tell a lot about a man from his shoes. Yes. Yes. Oh, that was interesting. So so his mother was running a guest house that she mm. also had sex with the guests. Is yeah, that what yeah. was going on there? They never, it was it was implied, wasn't it? Obviously with the sex part of it. I yeah. never got that part. Oh, I might have to watch oh, this again. And yeah. then the teacher comes down and goes up to Forrest on the swing and says, boy, your mama sure do care about your education. And then Forrest just turns to him and goes, I thought that that was good because it's showing there was a complexity to her character, which was actually quite interesting, where clearly she was she was good, but she had had problems. Mm. 
but she was she loved her son and she cared about her son. I like that. I, I thought that was but, uh, apparently not, so, were, not too black and white. Which apparently, there's a there was a deleted scene that they took out when um, Janae killed her father with the combine harvester, oh. set it off and run, run him down. And then when people watched it, they're like, "Yeah, Dad was a dick, but it was just a bit too much for both Janae hmm. to fuck over Forrest Gump, and also even no matter how much of an asshole her dad was to combine for." Yeah, no, that was that's kind of a horror film sort of vibe. Tonally, it was too much, apparently. Yes, that makes sense to me. And also that she would just escape would sort of make more sense. Yeah, it would. Anyway, Anyway, what was uh, on the radio show today? Anyway, apologies to everyone. I can't find the audio of the premature gumption. Could you just reenact it really quickly then so people get a bit of an idea? Oh, (laughs) I'm sorry, Danny. Well, that was almost Sorry. perfect. It was identical to how that. I remember oh, it anyway. God. It was better than the original. <laughs> so on the Radio Highlights pod today, is monogamy penis or genius? Great question. We find out who's responsible for putting rats in the Dunedin South Countdown store. We get to the bottom of it. We've solved it. And <laughs> why do people hate the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame so much? Yeah, um, that podcast is out right now. But anyway, you seem busy. So we go and don't forget to um, uh, have your say on this pod on the Conclave, the Matt and Jerry podcast discussion group. Very lively discussion on there at the moment. Very lively. Mm. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Okay. Like this, for example, on Leap Day, February 29th, as part of the Irish tradition known as Bachelor's Day, also known as Ladies' Privilege, women are permitted to make marriage proposals to males. This custom is said to have originated... From a legend about St. Bridget and St. Patrick. There Is that on the conclave? Yeah, to all the blokes Jesus. that didn't pop the question and their girlfriends thought you might remember. February 29th is a year. That's the kind of stuff you get on the conclave. No, in that good, stuff. Show. Yeah. good stuff. Okay. All, all right. right. Peace okay. out. Okay, then. I found it. You found the audio of yeah, Jenna. Oh. Okay, here we go. Have you So now she's taking her white bra off. That's her white brazier. And grabbing Forrest's hand. Guiding it towards her breast. Does he look uncomfortable? Yeah, he's not looking at her. And. And. Ah. Oh. I feel dizzy. The bra's going back on. It's alright. It's alright. That was easy, wasn't it? It's okay. Oh, I'm dizzy. Yeah. Okay. Oh, that was actually quite hot. That was quite hot. Oh, I find that quite He didn't say Jenny, I got there wrong, but. Ah. Uh, okay. God, he's hair um, trigger. Eh? All he saw was a little bit of boob, and he touched it. He touched it. She's and then pretty hot. She, she is. She actually. She's hot. Robin. Right. Robin Malcolm. <laughs> I think it's Robin Malcolm that plays that role. <laughs> and on that bombshell, we'll end the podcast. <laughs>